We are back with our Word of the Month series, where we choose a word and we ask our guests to share three inspiring ideas of Torah that connect with a specific theme or time of year connected to that word. As we are now in Kislev, approaching the holiday of Hanukkah, we have partnered up with some of our previous guests and given them a word to explore. As we speak to Rav Svi Ron, let's find out what word we have challenged him with, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you, Rav Ron, for coming on today. It's great to have you on again. Pleasure, Darcy. My pleasure to be back on the show. We've challenged you by giving you a word. This word we've asked you to use as a springboard towards sharing Torah for Kislev and Hanukkah. And the word we have given you to use is koach. So are you ready to go into your first idea with the word koach? Yeah, yeah. And this is going to be a bit of a classic Hanukkah idea, which is like this. You know, it's very famous, Darcy. I would say the most famous question that anyone ever asks about Hanukkah, people say, oh, you know, if the miracle was, you know, if there was enough oil for one day and it lit seven days extra, then why do we light for eight? Then why do we commemorate eight days of a miracle as if? Yes, that's a question that everybody likes to ask, right? But the real question is more fundamental than that, which is, if Hashem is making miracles already, then why did he make the whole oil last to eight days? Hashem could have made it last nine days, 15 days, 38 days. That would have been an even more exciting miracle. If it's already a miracle, why did it stop after day eight? Now, this question is answered by the Beit Yosef. The Beit Yosef in Orachim Tafresh Ayin brings two explanations, two reasons why the miracle ended after day eight. And he says like this, he says that the, the oil hutzruchu lahadlik shmonayamin, the, the nerot had to light for eight days. Why? He says, because all the Jewish people were considered to be as if they had impurity from contact with a dead body on account of that they were fighting in battles and things of this nature, yes? And the way that you become tahor from being tamemet is a seven-day process. So therefore, in order to produce new tahor, new pure oil, they had to have a seven-day purification process, and then one day to make that oil. So therefore, Hashem gave them the amount of time they would need to get out of their tumah and, you know, to produce the new oil. So that's why it had to last for that amount of time, eight days. Then he brings another opinion, which is from Rabbeinu Nisim, the Ran. He says, no, the real explanation is as follows that they did have good oil. They did have more tahor oil ready for action, but it was all the way in the northern part of Israel, and it would take four days to get there. So there was four-day travel to pick up that oil, four-day travel to come back, and that's how it is eight days, yes? Now, what do you understand from this, Darcy? That the miracle that Hashem made is the absolute minimal amount of time possible for the Jewish people to produce tahor oil. So the point of the miracle 
it's, it was not to make it last. Oh, look how many days, look how long it is. No, it was actually the shortest amount possible for the miracle in order to provide time for the Jewish people to, on their own, produce pure oil. Now, this, I feel, Darcy, is the concept of koach, which is that Hashem gives us koach to take care of things and to handle our business. The things that we can't handle, then Hashem says, I'm going to take over. I'll fill that gap. I'll, 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 I'll get you through it. But I, I am not going to help you out with things that you can do yourself. If you can do it yourself, I, Hashem, created you human beings with the koach, with the ability to handle things, to rely on me when you can be relying on yourself. That is just laziness. And that is what, and that's the symbol. So now what do you understand? That the whole idea of that, that it's an eight days holiday and an eight day menorah lighting is the concept of human koach that Hashem bestowed onto us and our ability that we have to take care of things. So Darcy, I say that's that's the baseline and that's embedded in the whole Hanukkah story. You know, that, that's the very nature of the whole holiday, you know, is, is this concept of koach. Beautiful. Beautiful idea. Darcy, did you ever hear this this thing before about like why it was eight days and not nine or ten or eleven days? Yeah, I've heard it. There you go, Darcy. Well, you're a very educated person. (laughs) Very important piece of Torah. And thank you for now, Darcy. I'll tell you what, just because the listeners, just I'll tell you something else. You know how everybody says, but wait a second, you know, there was enough oil in the menorah for one day, then right? Then why don't we just celebrate the seven days where it was like supernatural? But I'll tell you a secret reason. And this, I think, is the oldest answer to the question. It's found in the Sheiltot from the 700s, right? The, the Sheiltot of Rav Achaigon. And he, in his version, when he writes out the Hanukkah story, his version is that there wasn't enough oil even for one day. It's not the usual version that people say there was enough oil for one day. It says, no, no, there wasn't enough oil even for one day. So actually, it was a miracle. Every, even to get through the first day was a miracle. Just people should know that. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Should we go into your second idea? The second idea, the second idea, I think, is embedded in the nature and the name of the Jewish people. And this is the idea that Yaakov, in the whole process leading up to him receiving the new name, Yisrael, then he fights with this mysterious figure, yes, that we'll call, you know, usually they call it an angel says, and at the end it says, lo hashemesh, and the sun rose for him, and he's limping, yeah? Now, in the Medrash, it says, what does that mean, lo hashemesh, that the sun uh, rose for him? I mean, the sun rose for everybody on planet Earth. So Rabbi Brechia says that it was law, it was for Yaakov, in order to heal Yaakov, yes? Fair. But what's funny is that according to this, the beginning of the Pasuk there, this is Perak Lamed Bet, Pasuk Lamed Bet, says, Vayizrach lo Hashemesh, the sun rose for him, and he was healed. But then what does it say at the end of the Pasuk? al and he's limping. In other words, Darcy, he was healed, but he's still limping. He's still limping even after being healed. 
So, so what was he healed from? I don't know, I'm going to say maybe the pain he was healed from, but the limp he was not healed from. Now the Sefer HaChinuch, when it talks about, you know, that you can't eat the Gidon Asher, he, he says, so what is the whole idea of the limp? He says like this, that this is supposed to remind the Jewish people that even though even though the Jewish people will, will suffer greatly in the course of Jewish history, but he says, you have to understand that you have to be batuach, you have to have the security that we will never be destroyed. And therefore, even if we are, if we go through hardships, we are going to limp along and be able to survive and get through it. And the idea, and now I'll tell you what, also further, then later on, in the beginning of Paragvam it says, that Vayavo Yaakov Shalem Ir Shem, right? That Yaakov came to Shem and he was complete, yeah? And when and there the Gemara in Masechet Shabbos, Rab says, Shalem Begufo, he was complete in his body. Now, what does that mean that he was complete? Because if you're limping, then he will not forget how he was able to struggle against this gigantic overpowering force and he was still able to survive, that makes him complete. What I'm telling you is like this, that when he's complete, it's not that he stopped limping. The limping itself is what made him feel shalem. Because when he's limping, that's a reminder that he's been through a struggle, that he's been through a struggle and he got through it. And this Darcy, I'm gonna say, is the concept of koach, the real koach of the Jewish people, and that's why we have, that's what we're called Yisrael, because, you know, Kisarita, because you have struggled. Now, I'll tell you something about the term El. The term El, Aleph Lamed, really means something powerful, to struggle with things that are very, very powerful, very, very difficult. It's like in the Gemara, they have this uh, expression, Kol De'alim Gvar, whoever is stronger wins, right? The Aleph Lamed term is something strength. We, that's a name for Hashem too, because Hashem is, has all the strength, is all powerful. But what this means is that the name of the Jewish people is that we struggle with difficult things and we can get through it. And we get through it. We're limping, but we're managing. We always manage. And that's the strength of, I'm going to say, not giving up when there are giant struggles that we are facing. That's the nature of the Jewish people. That's why we're called Bnei Yisrael. And I'll tell you another thing, Darcy. Now, this is the Jewish people in general, and we know that this is historically the idea, right? You know, the world tries to, to beat us down, but we always struggle and we always manage. And of course, yes, we are limping. We limp because, you know, we, we, we take the hits, but we continue. But I'll tell you that this idea of having the koach, the power to to continue and to always try to push forward is expressed in a slightly other way in Rav Klonimus Kalman Shapiro's book, Tzav Vizirus. And I think I mentioned this before, that I'm a big fan of Tzav Vizirus, and I encourage all the listeners over here that there are certain books of Rav Klonimus Kalman Shapiro, you know, that are more famous than others, but Tzav Vizirus is underrated, fantastic, fantastic sefer. And if you look over there, in it's divided into small paragraphs. There's a small paragraph 20, 
23, and he writes like this, that when a person has chukin, when a person has a desire and a goal to do something, and you're struggling with something, and you want to achieve a certain thing that's difficult for you to achieve, he says, it's good to have those kinds of goals. Only if you do something about it. Because if you have something in your head that you're struggling with, and you don't, and you have a, you say, oh, I'd like to overcome it, but you don't do anything about it, then instead of this being a goal, it will turn into yeush. It'll turn into depression. Because after a year or two, you're going to look back and you're going to say, well, you know, I guess I didn't do anything. You know, I'm, I'm just awful. I'm terrible. So what he says is that whenever there's an issue that you're dealing with, you have to do something about it, even if it's just a tiny step that you could look back and you said, oh my gosh, you know, there's a process and it's 15,000 step process. And I got to step four. Well, I did something. Yes. And that's the idea to not give up on things and to try to struggle with things in some fashion, even in the smallest way, that's living the Yisrael vibe. And if I could just add, Darcy, I one time had a student and this student is a very nice guy. And I just was in touch with him, in fact, last week. And he was, he was, he wanted to learn Gemara, you know, and he had a very, very tough job in Manhattan with all kinds of stuff, tax stuff that people got to do. And he says, Dafyomi is at a too fast of a pace for me. Fine. So then what did he do? He does Amud Yomi. Fair enough. Then even Amud Yomi was too difficult for him. So then what did he start doing? Line Yomi. He would do one line of Gemara every day. Now you can say Tarzi is kind of ridiculous. What, what kind of, you know, sometimes there's a wide line, but sometimes it's a pretty narrow line, you know? This is one sentence, one sentence. But again, rather than doing nothing, if you do something, you're like, look, I am able to try to struggle with this thing and move a bit forward. And that's the idea of the koach of not giving up, even though it is difficult and being able to power through. Maybe we could call it the koach of resilience. Yeah. So what was our first idea? We had the koach that Hashem gives us to be able to achieve things. And the second thing is the koach of resilience to push through in some way, even when things are difficult. Beautiful. Wow. I love the connection to Am Yisrael. Also in the Gemara and Tanis, it says like Yaakov never died, which is also, again, yes. ironically, that's one line. Um, but I think that I love that Gemara because it also says how like Yaakov lives on, like the Yisrael lives on, Am Yisrael live on. Um, right, right. Because right. we all know that when it says that Yaakov never died, it's, it's let's call it the concept, right? The what Yaakov represents, yes? This eternal struggle, that has never died. And I'll tell you, I will say, Darcy, you know the way people always say, oh, what is it? Why is it that Jews, they make these inventions and they are all these Nobel Prize winners and stuff like that? I feel because there's something embedded in the Am Yisrael, the Bnei Yisrael DNA, which is there is a difficult problem and we're just going to try to hack at it in some fashion. And that's... That, that's where this comes from, yeah. 
Beautiful and so relevant. So should we go into your third idea? Now the third idea, Darcy. Okay, I'll say like this. The third the third idea is something that I always thought about, which is the idea of when there was that little bit of tiny jug of oil on hot that was that they found. So I have this idea, and I never found it written anywhere, Darcy, but maybe we're going to say that it is an idea that goes like this, that where did that, where did that oil come from? Where did that little jug of oil come from? And the idea that I think is as follows, that there was a Kohen in the Beit HaMikdash, and this Kohen, when he saw that there were the Greeks are getting close. Things are starting to fall apart. He was concerned. Oh my gosh, they are coming. Maybe it was in the midst of the Greeks coming and making the Beit Mikdash Tamah. And there was one Kohen over there who took a little bit of oil and hid it somewhere. And he is responsible for the initial little jug of oil that the whole miracle came from. Now, usually, I think, I don't know, I don't know what how people usually understand that. I think people usually understand is, I don't know, that it was just like, I don't know, like a tumult in the Beit HaMikdash, and, you know, things were strewn all over the place, and they looked under, I don't know, something, and they found, you know, they happened to find a little jug of oil, right, with a little bit of tiny oil in it. But I'm thinking, no, that there was a Kohen who hid it on purpose. And this person, Darcy, is the unsung hero of the whole Hanukkah story. He's anonymous. We don't know who he is. We'll never find out who he is, yes? But what was his koach? He had the koach of hope in this darkest hour of the Jewish people at that time. When everybody else is thinking, oh my gosh, this is it, you know? The Ben Hamikdash is Tameh. Things are awful in our lives. Everything has fallen apart over here. And he's saying, you know what? But well, one day in the future, there's going to be a change. And when this all shifts in the future and stuff has to happen differently and they're going to be rededicating the Beit HaMikdash, they're going to need some oil. So I'm hiding this oil over here to get ready for that future time. And this, Darcy, is, is the koach of hope that things are going to get better and to make, I would even say, practical plans, you know, based on that, right? To, to, to plant that seed for this future better time that he was fully expecting would happen at some point. Wow. So, so all together, let's understand. And I think, well, two of them are real Hanukkah ideas, but all together, it's the idea that the koach we have is that we are empowered by Hashem. The koach we have, not to give up even when it is difficult and we're struggling with things. And then finally, the idea of the koach to have hope in a better future. And I will tell you, Darcy, and you know this, that I think all of these three koach things, they apply in general to the Jewish people, of course. And even in our times, right, as we say, bayamim ahem bazman and also Bazman Hazeb, even in this time, these are all the things that are helping the Jewish 
Jewish people get through this current difficulty as well. Absolutely. So relevant and important. Thank you so much, Ravron, for sharing. You're welcome, Darcy. I wish a Chanukah Sameach to all the people in the audience over here. And it's always great to be on your show, Darcy. Kola kavod to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Desert Island Torah. Feel free to share our podcast with family and friends so that we can reach out to Amisrael. And if you enjoyed that episode, please feel free to download and subscribe. And if you want to discuss your own Desert Island Torah, get in touch at desertislandtorah at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Thank you.